Hello, everyone. Welcome back to BGBC, also known as Beer Guts and Buttercuts. I am one-third of the hosting committee, Caddy Josh. With me, as always, is Carmen and Jacob. Say what's up, guys. What's going on, everybody? Um, Had an interesting week for everybody. Lots of golf being played, lots of uh, news being watched. But today's episode will be the top five bucket list course for each of us. So super excited. Should have a lot of information for you guys. See what everybody's thinking. Leave some comments. We want to know what you guys think as well. Let's get it going. Carmen, kick us off. Yeah, so just a little bit of background on what we're doing. Um, these are top five bucket list courses that we could theoretically play. Right. Like, they're, they are stretched, but it isn't like – like, you're not going to see Augusta or Pine Valley on any of these lists because, in reality, we're not going to be able to play either of those. Um, so it isn't necessarily top five public courses, but it's just if we could actually – play at any of these um so this is something that i've always looked at like you go on you look at all the golf digest list or <clears throat> every social media page for golf has one um and it's just so much many like there isn't going to be a wrong list right um but i also think we're going to find out a lot about what each of us appreciates of the game of golf by what courses we have because I know, looking at my list, there is a distinct theme of what they are, of like kind of what I like and the kind of aesthetic that I like. So I'm interested to see kind of what what y'all are thinking. Um, but uh, we can dive right into it if we want. Yeah, I mean, mine's kind of a theme. Like, I'll go ahead and start by saying this. I'm not a fan of link style courses, but I do have one on here because of how okay. much history is around it. But like in my in my list, you're not going to find any other link style courses. But also, what I think that's what we're doing, which is really cool, is we're also giving you guys and girls the price of how much it is to play. Uh, so that way, if some of these courses interest you, you know how much it's going to cost you to to go out there and swing it. But I think we've sidetracked long enough. I think we should go ahead and get right into it. So, Carmen, you want to lead us off? Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll start by five. I put them in order, but they don't have to be in any particular order. Um, but coming in at number five is the Sea Island Resort Seaside Course in St. Simons Island, Georgia. Um, Davis loved the third design. It's where the uh, RSM Classic is every year. It's a FedEx event. Um, just a gorgeous piece of piece of property they have the plantation course and that's the actual pga style course that they've got out there and that's the one that you'll find like on the golf digest top 100 yeah but to me and i haven't played this course i haven't played any of the courses that are on my list um definitely bucket list but i just absolutely love i like the beach style of anything um and just the the ocean vistas that you get looking at this course is incredible obviously it's an incredibly tough course um it's gonna run you in the middle of summer about 250 bucks around but all things considered that includes a four caddy uh a cart and range balls now it doesn't include the tip for the four caddy but i mean that's given the fact that you're playing a PGA level course at a premier resort, 
two fifty around in the middle of summer is not bad, and that's a, that's an eight a.m. tea time. Yeah, I was about to say like two fifty is like the lowest on on my on my list. Oh yeah, like that's when I that's went. A like, good round. Yeah, that's that's steep, but at the same time, and they have a ton of packages. I looked into like the Sea Island Resort, and you can play around at all three of their courses, and stay three nights, and it's under a thousand bucks a person. You're paying like, for the experience. Oh, yeah, you're there for the experience. You're there for just the entire – you're not just there for golf. Um, I mean, there are a lot of courses that are in places that you just really don't want to be in unless you're playing golf. But St. Simon's Island looks like it's really cool. But, um, yeah, number five on my list is Sion Resort Seaside Course. And you said – where is that located? St. Simon's Island, Georgia. Georgia. Yep. Oh, so – oh, God, dude. Middle of the summer in Georgia, you're going to be sweating your ass off. Yes, it is three fifty <laughs> in May. Okay, so but that's still not terrible considering you get a cart, four caddy, range balls. Even once you, you know, I know Josh is our in-house caddy expert. I know you don't tip a four caddy as much as you would a regular one, um, but you're probably even in prime season. You're getting out of there under four hundred bucks, or just strong. about. That's strong. That's a that's a good one. I've never heard of that one. I mean, I've obviously heard of it because it's on the RSM Classic. But like, if you were to if you were to tell me that, then just out of the blue, I would be like, oh yeah, I know that course. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Josh, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. Um, so I don't really have an order, but I'll start with my kind of random one in the mix. But it is a place called the Kawana Hotel Golf Course, <laughs> and it is. In Japan, and basically you pay for the package deal where you stay at the hotel and enjoy all their accommodations. They have a restaurant, full functioning. They have clubhouse gallery with lots of history. They have a hotel hot spring bath. Ooh. They've got chauffeur golf carts that look unbelievable. They got the pro shop, and they have an indoor driving range where you can kind of hit before you go out. Indoor. But you have to stay at the hotel to be able to play the, one of the courses. They have two. Uh, I would want to play the Fuji course because it is also designated as the Pebble Beach of Japan. It's like super exquisite. Ride There's only course, one Pebble Beach. Super sick cliff shots and whatnot. It's unbelievable. So, How much does it cost? 275 but you have to stay at the hotel as well. So you're, probably, you're probably looking at about the same for the room as it is for the golf. I mean, that's, that's still not terrible. I mean, you had to get to Japan. So, I mean, that's... But, I mean, if you're in Japan, you know, you're willing to spend the money. You're going for the yeah. food. You're going for the atmosphere. And you get to play the Pebble Beach of Japan. I mean, come on. I mean, hey, I am man. all about Asian cuisine. And this is up my alley. Number five on the that's, list. Kawana. That's true. That's true. If you got to like that, you got to like that. I mean, because a plane yeah. ticket to Japan is like... Thousand, two grand, thousand plus. two grand, probably. Yeah, well, I mean, right now it might be pretty cheap. But... I mean, I'm willing to sell myself, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Spirit will let you drive the plane for five bucks. I'm about it. Just get about like a hundred rounds in and don't eat for three months, and you'll be straight. Yeah, man, that's a strong one. I never heard of that one. I have to look into it. I never heard of that one either, but I mean, thanks for thinking outside the box because so, I'm not gonna lie, I awesome. didn't even consider Asian courses on this, so it's the it just didn't even come across my mind. And they've on the Fuji. Well, they do it for both courses, but they show you YouTube videos of each hole for the layout. So definitely look into that. The Kawana Hotel Golf Course, the Fuji, 
They also have another course. Check both of them out. Big so, shout out to Kiwana. Big shout out to Kiwana one time. Proud sponsor of BGBC. Yeah, that wouldn't that be something? We, I hope we blow up in Asia. I hope, I hope that's our number one fan base. I'm expecting big fans. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So, as I mentioned before, I'm not a huge fan of Link Style. Uh, the only reason why I put this course on there is because. It's still a place that I want to go, and it's a place I want to go with my family because we've always talked about it. Um, wow. Sorry to I'm already you. writing it down. Wow. Sorry to cut you guys out, but wow. got some family history with it. So my number five, and it's in no particular order, is St. Andrews. Um, that's, the all, that's the only link style course that I really want to play. All the other ones, I'm like, whatever. Doesn't, doesn't really cater to me. I love plush green grass. I love to see it. I love bunkers. But anyways, St. Andrews, a lot of history. So the funny thing about this is you can't really set a certain tee time. Right. Like, like it's more of you show up there and you kind of get on a waiting list. But to play it, it's about, in U.S. dollars, just around 250 and that's Not for, bad. And that's for the old course. And that's that's like the cheapest one on my list, so. You know, your boy's got expensive taste. But, yeah, so number five for me is St. Andrews. I don't really have a whole lot to say because I feel like everybody knows it. I'm not going to bore people with what it's all about. But I just want to take a picture on that bridge. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. A lot of history there. I, I feel like I'll, I'll get in touch with my roots. I've got some squash in me. <laughs> okay, Yakum. All right. Uh, back around to me, rolling in number four. Harbor Town Golf. Woo! Yes, sir. I caddy for somebody that played there. And Charles uh, or Hilton Head. Sorry about that, Hilton Head. Okay. Um, gonna run you around two hundred bucks, greens fees, but uh, you gotta have a caddy, whether it's a four caddy and you're on a cart or you're walking. So obviously, caddy fees ninety bucks, but then you're you know you're tipping out. Um, and it's like a $50 cart fee too, and a $50 four caddy. So you're not going to get out of there under three fifty. Um, but again, another beach style course. I love them, um, down the South. I, I think I am partial to kind of the Carolina style of golf because that's where I started playing, uh, when I was down there at school. I mean, obviously all know, but just kind of the, the sand hills type of golf, pine needles, not pine needles, golf course, but pine needles all over the course, a lot of pine yeah. trees, things like that. It is definitely, that's, I'm definitely partial to that, but I don't, I'm just a beach guy. I love the vibe um, and beach and golf mix <laughs> so well. Harbor Town also, PGA level course. Big um, vibes guy. Big vibes guy. Um, <laughs> and I also, there's something about, high level courses that still have houses right on the course. Love it. I, like, I totally agree with you. There's just something and that's one of the reasons why I love PGA Tour golf is that yes, these courses are incredibly expensive and exclusive sometimes, but then they'll go to ones like uh Sea Island and Harbor Town where it's expensive, but again, if you get a full package down there and you play all of their courses, you're really not getting banged up too hard. I mean, you're going to save up a little bit, but it's not like you're going to have to put your life savings out to play one of these courses. Yeah. And it's just, you're, they're literally playing in these people's backyards. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I think Harbor Town is a great course. And that's, 
one of the reasons why it's also on my list. Uh, Interesting. So uh, I totally agree with you. You kind of already went into it, but yeah, I think Harbor Town is really cool. Every, that's like one of the first courses I saw on tour where I was like, I, I really want to play there. Um, and because it's so close too, like it's probably only like a three, four hour drive from here. Yeah. If that, if that. Yeah. I mean, that's, there is obviously a ton of good golf in Carolina in the Carolinas, but it's Harbor Town. If you look at it and you said, yes, it's a very tough course. And I'm sure I would get my ass absolutely handed to me by it, but it, it looks somewhat gettable. You look like you'd have fun going out there and playing. There's a lot also, of PGA level courses that don't look like they'd be fun to play. Another big thing, though, too, is that, like, when you see it on tour, they're playing, like, 74, 75, 7,600 yards. Right. Like, we wouldn't – at least I wouldn't want to play. That wouldn't be fun, tennis. man. That'd be I'd, horrible. I I would want to play, like, not the whites, but, like, maybe the blues. I don't know what the T markers are there, but, like – Yeah, you want to test yourself, but you want to at least have a chance yeah. to play well. Yeah. 65, 6,700 is right up my alley. So, actually, so I don't want to break off too far, but I actually played today, and we played – Dylan and I played from the tips, and the yardage was, like, right at just over 7,000. 7, Where'd y'all play? We played at Panthers Run and in, o- in Ocean Isle. Okay. The course was in not great condition. The uh-huh. greens the greens were horrific, to be honest. It was nothing but bumps and crabgrass. But – it was only it was so seven thousand yards, and honestly, it did not seem like it was super super far. Like I right. think I only had maybe two, three, maybe four holes where I had more than a six iron in to the green. Okay. So it, I, I really didn't feel like it was super far, but Dylan beat you. Yeah, he, he like two strokes. He didn't play too hot on the back. I'm coming for him. But he, I mean, he's good, dude. He just wasn't hitting his driver very Let well. Let him know I'm coming for him. <laughs> But yeah, so that's my little sidetrack. But yeah, Harbor Town, that's on my list too. So, Josh, go ahead, you're up. What do you got for us, Jeff? Okay, so my next one, I'm I'm gonna be real honest. The rest of the list is pretty honest. This course, I have no fucking clue how we're gonna get on it. I will find a way through Eagle Point. Trust in them. Trust in the process. <laughs> this place is called Estancia, and it is a private club in Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona. And I was showing Jacob pictures earlier. A lot of good golf out there. This place is just plush, green, grass. And then surrounding it is just mountain desert terrain from Arizona. And it is so beautiful, so amazing. Clubhouse is real modern and sick. I mean, you can't beat these sunset views on this photo gallery. Estanciaclub.com. Click to the gallery. Clubhouse is lit up, looking beautiful. Great green lines. As a former maintenance member of a shitty course, I got to say I love some straight lines, and this place is laying them down. But, I mean, just I just love when from – I mean, for those of you who don't know, I'm a graphic design major, so I'm all about, you know, even if it's not, like, beach-specific and has a theme like that, if it's got some type of continuity to it and a really good contrast, that always really appeals to me. So, for this place to just have full desert surroundings and mountain views – and then it's just the greenest golf course you've ever seen in the middle of it. I mean, we got to find a way to get out here. This place is amazing. No clue what the guest rate is. Can only imagine it's in between 250 and 300 plus the caddy fee because they do have an active caddy program. 
Yeah, so that's one of the things that I like about the courses that are out there in like the desert, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, is I think one of the reasons why the grass looks so green is because of the contrast. Because everything around it is just like sandy and dirt. But you look at those aerial views and then you pan over. The bunkers look pearl white. Oh my God. The grass is so lush. I mean, they yeah, just look. It, the aesthetic of those courses is incredible. When yeah. they use the mountains and you're basically shooting through two mountains down the fairway, it, I mean, it, they are pretty incredible. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> please search this right now. Stanciaclub.com. Go to that gal. Yeah, he showed me. And I was like, we we got to do whatever we can to get out there. Uh-huh. And and honestly, you know, with caddy programs, like I feel like there aren't as many as people think there are. So there's probably like a, this whole little – like web of caddy programs that talk to each like other. Like a secret cult? Maybe a secret cult. I mean, maybe they wear their bibs to the meetings. <laughs> but I think that it's not wow. as far-fetched as you may think. Yeah, look at that place, Carmen. Unbelievable. Yeah. And that, what did you mean, say? You said you didn't, you didn't have a rate for it? I don't have a rate for it. I tried to Google the guest rates and whatnot, but they're, they're a private club. It probably varies depending on the day, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah um, that's gorgeous. It's Estancia with an E for our listeners who want to look it up. How do you spell it? E-S-T-A-N-C-I-A Club. Estancia. Or Estancia. Estancia. I like that. Oh, word. Word. Even if it's not right. Technically, it's La Estancia. So it's La Estancia. Like, uh, oh, there we go. There we go. Nailed Spanish twice. Getting into the technicalities of it. But yeah, that's my number four if I had to put them in order on the list right now. Got so, we've had some good ones. Uh, me and Jacob have been on the same page. We got, we got a little bit of everything here. Um my number three, let me pull it up here. Spyglass Hill. Okay. Wow. Out there in uh, the Monterey Peninsula. First of all, let me just start. <laughs> all of those courses out there are incredible because they're right on uh, <clears throat> the Monterey Peninsula. Just Spyglass isn't, they all kind of have a varied link style, but it is not by any means traditional. Um, but obviously a huge challenge and you're going to be paying greens fees of four fifteen, wow. uh, with a $45 cart fee, $95 caddy fee. And, and, <laughs> and that's not including tip, but I'm not first of all, if I'm playing a course like that, I'm not using a cart unless they make me, I'm walking all 15 of these. I'm walk cause you're like, you want to enjoy the property. But you're getting you're getting taken for probably what's going to end up being around six hundred bucks. Yeah. So it's going to be tough to swallow, especially if you put up a you know ninety five or something like that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm you know ninety five these places. That and that's another thing too. I'm in the mindset that I'm going out to these courses. And absolutely lighting it up. I'm, shoot, I'm shooting mid 80s. <laughs> like, these are the rounds of I'm my shooting, life. I'm shooting mid 80s at all these places. I'm listening to everything the caddy says. I mean, it's, but Spyglass Hill is, that might have made a run at my number one. Because wow. I've watched a lot of videos of people that played <laughs> out there. And I didn't even pick you up. I didn't even pick up what you just said. He said, and it came in at three. It was debating on number one, and it came all of three. All of my number threes, all of my top three could have gone one. Like that's just how. Yeah, 
To but me, here's the thing: when, Car- when Carmen makes a list, that's such a recurring theme. He's like, "It could have gone one, but I got it at number five. I got <laughs> what, number man, there's just something about it. <laughs> so many options were discussed. It was it was penciled in at my one, but then my heart. I just I really thought about it and I had to, I had to make exactly. How many times did this? How many times did this list order change? Uh, you want to see my list here? Um, I I want to watch you go to a car line. So that was my. I, beginning. I can only imagine being inside of your head. And those are all of turning. those are all. Wow. This guy, for those of you who can't see, this guy's got like 30 options that he's discussed. And then I went and I, I wrote that down for my, uh, for each one, kind of went through the details of it. But no, I, because I love doing <laughs> He's flipping pages right now, people. He's got pages of notes. This might have been like, sketches. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing, man. Like, <laughs> I know that top 100 list, like the back of my hand now. Wow. Be- but I all sides though. Like I've always just sat in class or whatever and just like scrolled through them. Like even before I started playing golf, I recognized just like the pure beauty of some of these courses. Golf Digest, sign them up, please. Beautiful piece of real estate. If you want a good, honest Raider, you'll call Tyler Carmen. I'll Man put my heart right into now. it. I'll put my heart and soul and legal pad into all of it. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. Number three could have gone one to sliding in, uh, made the podium. Spyglass Hill out in uh, near Carmel by the sea. Going to take man. you for about six fifty, but you know, it might be worth it. Beautiful selection. So, so that, that brings me to my number three. That yeah, brings Jacob to his number three. Oh shit! Don't jump the gun. Did we skip somebody. Yeah, Carmen and I had Harbor Town. Oh, you got shared. Yeah. Okay. So my next course is. Before I before I talk about this course, actually, um, I love mountain courses. I love the elevation change. I love blind shots. I think that's part of the fun of the game. Uh, when I interned at a golf course in the mountains a couple summers ago, I fell in love with it, and I tried to play every golf course around me. Um, so this one is actually like fully exclusive private. But we actually have a really good family friend that's a member out there, so it's not as far-fetched as some may seem. Uh, but it's actually called Diamond Creek. <clears throat> it's in Banners Elk, North Carolina. Membership count. Round 150, 175. Yeah, that's, that's pretty exclusive. Pretty exclusive. Notable members, George Bush. Which one? And Rush Limbar. Rush Limbaugh. Anyways, anyways, beautiful mountain course. You got the green grass. You got greens that run 14 plus on the stint meter. Wow. So they're running slick, which I like. I hate slow greens. If one thing makes me more mad, it's slow greens because I don't ever want to be short of the hole. But um, it's beautiful. Uh, you can see pictures online. Um, a round, I couldn't find a price because it's that exclusive. But I imagine that it's anywhere between two fifty to three hundred, and then you got to add on caddy fees. So it's not one that's going to break the bank. It's no damn spyglass, that's for sure. But if you have it in, you got to go. And I'm hoping one day he's you watch your mouth when you talk about spyglass. By the way, <laughs> I'm hoping one day this guy calls me up and says, "Hey man, need need a fourth. Why don't you come up? I'll drop everything and go." Fun fact about Diamond Creek. So my girlfriend, her father, lives on the top of Sugar Mountain, which is about a 30-minute drive from Diamond Creek. He's also family friends with the same person as Jacob. And 
he's actually played it there. And he said that it is the most unbelievable place he's ever seen. They've got helicopter pads. If members want to fly in and play for a round real quick, they've got I can two sugar it. shacks, which is basically like their honor bars. And you just walk into them in the middle of the nine. They've got cigars, beers, like Gatorades, body armors. It's like a gas station on crack. And they have two of them on each nine. And it's just the most unbelievable place he's ever seen, he said, when he went and played it. So, so I'm I'm stoked to go play it one day. I'm waiting on a phone call. And I hope I'm right on that call. See, it could be could be any day. I think that's a place that I would really like if I ever get financially to a place in my life where I can afford a membership at any of these places. It would probably be a place like that, really exclusive, but just like not in the like an uppity part. Like you go out to a Cypress Point or something like that. Those members out there, man, like that's a different style of life yeah but you get some mountain courses and things like that it's a different kind of money you know what i mean like yes they may be still be as uppity but the type of people and clientele are probably there more for the golf than the status because it's not while it's well known because diamond creeks on golf digest top 100 private courses um it's not as well known as the the monterey country clubs and cypress point you're there probably more for the enjoyment of the golf than, oh, I'm a member at Diamond Ridge or Diamond Ridge. You also, you also got to think that they only have 150 members, and they only keep the list at that. Like, you have to have somebody die or drop out in order to join there. I wonder if the mob has ever stepped in. Yeah, we need, we need to get a guy in. Someone's got to take the sword. And they're also shut down part of the year because of snow and weather such things. Right. But That's a good one. Uh, I've seen the front gate, and it is super secluded. You would never even know that it's all back there. Like, there's, like, horse farms out in the front of it because he took us to see the front of the entrance and stuff. And it's, like, one, like you, you can't even see the golf course at all from any That's point. when you know a place is exclusive, when you get people yeah. going to look at the gate of yeah. the place. You can't even see inside of anything at all. All you see is like trees and horse farms and mountains outside the front. And then it's just a gate. You got to enter it. You got to have a code and whatnot. It's super insane. Well, Jacob, I hope he hits you up and gives you you a four. Moving on. Yeah, I look forward to it. I think it's going to happen real soon. I've got number three right here. And it is what's supposed to be the Ryder Cup 2020 host, but Whistling Straits. Yes, that's a good one. So... I would love to play there, and I have a couple package deals that I'd like to price out for you here. Um, if you were to do the Diabolical package, you would get three nights and four 18-hole rounds of golf per person, one round each on the Straits and Irish at Whistling Straits, and the River and Meadow Valleys at Black Wolf because the company that – Polar has, Golf. They run all of them. And then if you were to do the golf Kohler package, you do two nights and three 18-hole rounds of golf per person, one round each on the straights at Whistling Straits, and the river at Blackwood Run, and then you would get to choose one or the other from each of the other places because they both have two. See, that's another uh, place where, like... uh, Diabolical, which is you play every course, is $14.82 per person. That's I mean, (laughs) that's steep. Yeah, but 
you get four rounds at four of the sickest courses, and you get to stay there the whole time. So see, but for me, I'm out. Like I don't want that. I feel like it's too link style for me. I'm out. I don't want it. I don't know. But that's man. another one of those places though where you're going. Like yes, I'm sure it's a beautiful place, but you're going strictly for the golf. I mean, come on. Like, there's I no mean, like, resort listen. area or anything. You're going to play golf, and that's it. There's nothing you else You get the out coast, you get the links, you get the wind, listen. you get challenged, you get to have fun. If, we, the... if we're if we doing it for BGBC, I'm in. Yeah. If I'm doing it for me, for my personal taste, y'all can have it. I don't want it. Well, then it's I'm with you, too. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's not a place that I would probably go on my own, but I do appreciate the quality of the course at Whistling Straits is, and all of them out there. there by myself tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, like, like it sucks. I don't want it. Okay, I don't care what anybody says. I'm playing Whistling Straits. <laughs> it's public. I'm going. There you go. Somebody's coming with me. That's a good one. All right. Carmen, where are you at? Are we are we at number two now? We're rolling in number two. Yeah. We all number got two. two left. And all right, go for it. Coming at number two is Kapalua. The bay course. The bay course, not the plantation course. Okay. Now, the <clears throat> obviously the plantation course hosts, uh, what is it, the Century uh, Tournament of Champions at the beginning of the year, kicks off the year out in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, again, near the beach, whole vibe, don't have to go through that again. But the one that Kapalua is most famous for is the plantation course. That's the one where – the century is played, but to me, again, the bay course, there's more ocean vistas, there's more cliffs. I just like the aesthetic of it more. Um, a little bit shorter, so me actually attempting to play it is probably going to go a little bit better, you know, fingers crossed anyway. But um, I've got to think, Carmen, by the time you get to these places, I mean, you're going to be striping it. That's the plan. I mean, I, who knows? I might be getting paid to play these courses at one point, but, you know. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> Go ahead then, son. Um, yeah. Talk your shit. I love, I love a good opportunity. 176 to 196. Not bad at all. That's you don't have – you can you have to have a four caddy, but it's $40 bucks for a four caddy. If you tip them generously, what, another 40 bucks is 80 Cart fee is built in. They don't take – you can't walk it? It's either way. You can walk. I think you can walk it, but you pay for a cart either way. What? So I'd walk it. It's just one of the. I guess one of those things where maybe you have to. Maybe certain times of the year they make you. I mean, I don't. I don't know. If it's anything like the plantation course, then it could be pretty mountainy. Like it could be a lot of up and down. It is. Yeah, it is. It's, no, I mean, I agree. Like I would. I would want to walk. Yeah. Like we're driving, I, we're driving for walk. because you gotta just take everything in. Yeah, I mean, I. I would walk it, and I'll just pay for a, a regular caddy um, instead of paying for a four caddy. So, still, I mean, and it's a resort as well, so you got to get to Hawaii and everything. But the golf itself, and there are packages. But if you just want to play one round at the Bay Course, um, peak year, one hundred ninety-six bucks. Expensive, obviously, but this is the cheapest on my list. Um, and it, again, you're there for the experience. So, as, if you're already there. You're really not going to bat an eye at you know 175 bucks for a round. I think it's like 250 to 300 at the plantation course, so you are saving a significant amount of money playing what I think may not be a better course, but to me it just suits my eye more. 
Well, you know, it's very interesting that you say that you have the Kapalua Bay course as your next course. Interesting. Because, very interesting indeed, because I have the Kapalua Plantation course. Fair enough. As my next one. Um, it's kind of, it, Honestly, it kind of reminds me a lot of, like, the mountain courses here. Obviously, you got the beaches and stuff. But as far as the elevation changes and everything, it, it, I feel like it's very similar. So It's the best of both can, worlds of combining oceanside beach golf with the mountains because that's what hawaii is hawaii is yeah just yeah incredibly hawaii, mountainous. hawaii has always kind of been a place on my bucket list to visit so it's Absolutely. like i could knock out two birds with one there's stone. a ton of good golf courses out there i mean kapaloo yeah. is the most popular but there are so many just beautiful courses out there if if we get to where we want to be i think that we should do just like a whole hawaii episode where we just play as many golf courses as possible yeah i mean Dude, i'm I i'm actually... off next week so i can do it then <laughs> I actually, I actually know a head pro that is at a resort in Hawaii, so we could at least play that one. But I don't know the name of it. But my stepdad Patrick, shout out Patrick, what's up, dog? Miss you. But um, his roommate from college is his name is Andy, and he was a PGM professional for Methodist University alumni. Shout out, that's all three of us. And <laughs> he is a head pro in Hawaii. So if, if I'm really going all the way out there, I'm playing Kapalua. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, we're, we're playing both. We're playing uh, Bay and Plantation. I'll just yeah. get it set for him. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> there, there we go. There, fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah. So, I, I mean, Carmen, I feel like a lot of our courses have pretty much been the same. Well, yeah. I, mean, got, I think what? we do have a very similar appreciation yeah. for it. I think St. Andrews wasn't on mine just because I really don't like Link style. But you have to appreciate the history of St. Andrews. If you're going to put it, I mean, you don't have to. But I, I, for me, like, I feel like. If you're gonna make a bucket list course, it's gotta be on there. Like it's the it's it's in the home of the origin of golf. So you think you're talking say, shit right now? I don't want to say that St. Andrews is the origin of golf because I don't think that that's where the first round of golf is played. But in that area is the origin of golf. Sure, now, I mean, there's there, no doubt there. Another side trail. There is a course near there somewhere within like a 30 mile radius. I saw a video, but I forgot the name. Again, shocker, <laughs> but they preserved the course natural as if it was like St. Andrews way back in the day. Like they even cut it with like, like the fucking the scythe. Yeah, like the scythe. They don't cut it with mowers. They don't have any mechanical equipment out there. They try and keep it as natural as possible. I gotta figure out what that is, and I'll bring it up next episode. But we what a job! Yeah, it's insane. Could you imagine like seven thousand yards <laughs> just a scythe? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so uh, Kapalua Plantation, that's that's my next one. Okay. Josh, give it to us. Number two for me is I now, I believe they have six to seven courses, maybe even eight. I'm not positive, but I would want to go play Bandon Dunes out of all of them. That's So Bandon Dunes is the resort. They've got a ton of courses. They've got like the old McDonald's. They got Bandon Dunes. They got a bunch of other ones. Pacific Dunes is another area. good one. They're like all in the middle of Oregon somewhere, like out of nowhere. But it's like this super sick golf resort. And Bandon Dunes is on the list for sure. That course specifically. I mean, I actually saw somewhere where they just opened up a new course at Bandon Dunes. Like I, I think it's been it's it was something that they had been in the works for a while, but it, it like just opened like. In June, like early June, like earlier this month. They've they got, got a Bandon ton Dunes. out there, man. They got Bandon Dunes, Pacific Dunes, Bandon Trails, Old McDonald. This one just says 13. 
<laughs> this one says PB. Then they have the practice center for the shorties, and then they have the SR. I'm sure one of those is the par three, though. They have they're, three they're top, those top four there are all top 100 courses. Oh, like that's, yeah. out that's, there on that's the, impressive. And, and the, that's the, really the, impressive. There's a caddy yeah. at Eagle Point. They used to caddy out there. And he Robot. Said, he said it's unbelievable. Yeah, shout out Shout Robot. out Robot. Love shout that out guy. Rob Bosworth, also known as Robot, legend everywhere. Everybody knows his name. This dude's caddied all over the country. He's unbelievable. So sick. But Bannon dudes for sure. Um, and I have a price chart here. And they actually have the price chart on their website, and they do it by the month for all of the courses, I'm pretty sure. It says rates for Bandit Dunes, Pacific Dunes, Bandit Trails, Old McDonald, and yada, yada, yada. But January, if you're a resort guest, you're looking at 100 bucks. If you're a day guest, you're looking at $135. Um, February, you're looking at 130 to 165 And this is resort guest, day guest each time. March, you're looking at All right, just go, just go to June and then December. June and December. June. If you're a resort guest, you're looking at 260 If you're a day guest, you're looking at 295 Yeah. If we're looking at December. They don't have December. They have January. All right. Because, like, January, thing- January is looking like your best price-wise because it's 100 for the resort guest and 135 yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure the weather's shit if the price is I mean, that's like the that. thing. Like, if I'm going – if I'm making that trip, I want to go when the weather is good because this is in Oregon and it's right on the coast. So if you I'm go, thinking and... May, I'm thinking May's got to be best weather. And I mean, you're looking at 215 as a resort guest, and yeah. 255 as a day guest. But I mean, if we're going, we're gonna we're gonna go be resort guests because yeah, I mean that's those those packages as far as that really top tier golf resorts are pretty reasonable. Uh, I mean, they're still expensive and you have to get out there too. But um, considering they've got so many top tier courses out there. I think that's definitely a trip that you take a week out there and you're willing to shell out some money. You can play a ton of really good golf, oh, yeah. but I'm not going in January. Especially not in Oregon. No. Cause you know, this is going to be way. Yeah. It's just not going to be fun. Like you're probably going to have the greens punch and everything. Like it's yeah. Cold. Not a good time. Yeah. No, totally agree. it's like an oasis out there in the middle of Oregon. So, and I forgot to mention Capaluda Plantation around out there. I looked it up; it's three twenty nine for like the standard rate. Chump change, chump change. But all right, so we're getting down to the nitty gritty. We're down to our each of our number ones. Before we get there, though, uh, we do want to mention the beer of the day. The beer of the day today is the Sweetwater. Brewing Company, 420 strain. G13. It's a G13. It's an IPA. It's got natural hemp type flavor. Uh, it's kind of a super hybrid, sticky IPA. It's really good. I, I've had two. They're 6% alcohol. I'm feeling good. That's probably why this podcast is going so well right now. So. Oh, my third. Number. So, shout out to Sweetwater. They're a local brewing company. We, we love them to death. Um, but yeah, so beer of the day, 420 strain. Go check it out. So let's get into our number one. Carmen, lead us off. Um, do you want to do a couple honorable mentions or no? If you have them, go for it. I, I don't. I don't have any. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't have any honorable mentions besides Eagle Fucking Point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then we'll just go on right to number one. Um, Pebble Beach Golf Links. I mean, that's that's my number one. It, I mean, there you don't really have to say a whole lot about it. I mean, it's hosted. U.S. Open a few times, um, right on the coast. 
Tiger Slam. Tiger Slam. I mean, there's just so much. Gary Woodland last year, an incredible yeah. run up there. That was a lot of fun to watch. But again, Gary Stinger. Jim Nance lives on the course. I mean, what else can you ask for? I mean, there's a, a ton of history out there, too. So also stop. my number one, by the way. Also my number one. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I would, that's, that's pretty I'd cool. venture to guess that's a lot of people's number one because it's the most popular openly public course. Yeah. So no, a, a little sidebar here. Have you guys seen Jim Nance's backyard? Yes. <laughs> Where he has like, he's recreated one of the holes at Augusta. The, yeah. uh, what is that short par three? What is it? 13? Yeah. Downhill, lots of wind. 13 or yeah. 17, one of the two. One of the two. But, yeah, I thought – I mean, that's really cool. But, yeah. So, anyways, Pebble Beach, I mean, like you said, everybody wants to play there. It's like – it's probably the number one uh, public course that everybody wants to play. But what did you what did you get for price as far as uh, – for a round? I got 550 plus caddy fee. It was a 95. I'm going to take a look. Make sure you're looking at, like, a little 120 day if you're feeling generous. You're going out there to spend money anyway. Yeah, that's, I, what, I, that's what I got. I got 575. $45 cart fee, 95 per bag for caddy, and then obviously got tip. So you're looking probably close to 700 bucks a round. Yeah. Either way, random, I mean, give or take. Random story about Pebble Beach. Heard this in the caddy yard. Have you heard about the story about the two guys that were playing Pebble Beach and it was super foggy outside and they drove the golf cart off the edge and died? Nope. Well, that took a dark turn. Oh, cra- what a crazy story, though. Could you imagine? I don't want to imagine. What do you think that caddy was thinking? That's very sad, actually. That whole like, Pebble I don't, I don't Beach think about that. resort is really impressive. Because you have Pebble, Spyglass is right next to it. That's right out of that. I love that. <laughs> I mean, hey, I hate it for those guys, but let's keep yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> Leave that you for podcast, you know, a murder mystery podcast. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, yeah, you got Pebble, obviously, Spyglass Hill, the links at Spanish Bay, and then Cyprus is literally on the same coast. I mean, you've got so much good golf within 10 miles of each other. That's really, it's really yeah. impressive. Lots of good golf out there, but yeah, so Pebble Beach that kind of wraps it up for every for all of us, right? Yeah, we don't, I mean, go ahead and give us some honorable mentions if you have them. Like, oh, I mean, I got plenty, have. but give us, give us two. How about we do this? We do one that is in our state that we haven't played that is on our bucket list to play. Okay. Fair enough. Pinehurst number two. Okay. That's probably for most people in North Carolina. I know, Jacob, We, you know, you're, you're just very fortunate that that's just, you know, notch on the old belt. You've already played number two. Look, look, we won it in a raffle. We were able to play number two and number eight. Oh, I didn't know you won it in a raffle. I thought your in dad raffle, just took yeah. you guys out there. Yeah. My dad – oh, okay. I already got mine. You, you're just Piners number two? Yeah, Piners number two. Mine is Sedgefield. That's in North Carolina? That's in Greensboro. Okay. That's where they played the window. Yeah, it's for the window. Okay. And, like Bobby Long. And that's – I know my dad's best friend is a member out there, so I know for a fact I can get out there. Mark? We can get out of there. So that we can get out of there. <laughs> so that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I guess technically mine should be congressional. That I mean, that's what I was thinking, but but it's it not. Be. It's going to be Bully Rock. Is that the one that we were talking about the other day? Yes. Yeah. Where it's uh, it's about 130 to get out there. Um, and so it was a 
it's an LPGA course, but it's I think it's like number eighty on the top one hundred. Um, probably about an hour and a half away from me up in Haverty Grace, but looks like it is beautiful up there. So that's definitely one that I want to get up to. Um, you know, maybe at one point we can get to all these places. I know Setchfield is private, but we get there. Josh, what I, was I your think we, number I think two? we can work it out. I think we can work it out because Bobby, who's my dad's friend, he would be a, a great person to have on the podcast. He's super funny. He's played golf for a long time. He used to be a really, really good golfer, but he actually just recently had back surgery, so he hadn't been able to play a whole lot. Got that shit fused like Tiger? <laughs> I don't think so. So he, uh, so he'd be good to have on the show. So I think we can definitely set it up. Pines is number two. I know we can get that. The only I don't know how exclusive uh, Bully Rock is. I mean, it's it's openly public. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. If I got to throw an honorable mention out there, it would be Saratoga National in Saratoga Springs, New York, where my girlfriend's hometown is. Heard that place is unbelievable. They do shut down for at least half a year because of weather, but that's an honorable mention out there. We're going to get out there. As you well. know what I'm surprised wasn't on any of our list? Let me hear Beth it. Page Black. I mean, that shit would just fucking shit on our chest sideways. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't even be fun. It's just, I feel like that's just way too difficult. I wouldn't even like, want to spend the money. I mean, I get all these other ones are probably super, super difficult, but like, that one's almost like, I don't even want to mess with and it. And that's, that's what I was saying earlier is that like, all these courses, while they're beautiful, some of them don't look like they'd be fun to play. And that's definitely well, like, Beth Page. Like, I agree with you totally. I think Harbor Town is a course that we have a chance of playing pretty decent at yeah and it's just like a fun place to be you know what i mean and you know tory pines if you're you know i thought if you're I a san diego it. resident you can play tory pines for 80 bucks wow yeah Smooth the it. south course i mean like the tory pines course yeah no i mean there were i mean there's so many like like you said earlier like with the public courses if you go look on the top 100 there's not a bad one. No. Like, you're, you're going to find somewhere that's that's great and great to play. I mean, hell, they just made a second 100 list, and all those courses are even great. Yeah. Like, there's so much good golf here. And, Josh, I think that – Caddy Josh, I think that it was awesome that you put one in Japan. I thought that was so cool. We got to go to that place. That, that would be sick. You know what's we gotta go to that place. kind of playing into our hand, too, is when you look at some of the courses that we had on our list are close to us geographically. Yeah, so all we would really have to worry about financially would be paying for the round, and like that is a lot of money, but it isn't flying out the pebble and then having to stay and then everything, and then all of a sudden it becomes like a five grand affair. And yeah. just in North Carolina alone, there's like seven top 100 courses. You got yeah. pine needles, mid pines, all the pine hearse courses, pretty much. Southern pines. I mean, there is so much that you go down South Carolina, obviously, and Hilton Head. Um, Charleston, that area. You got Kiowa um, down there. That's another one that I thought might pop up on on y'all's list. To me, that's one that I that looks like it'd just be too hard. I think the ocean course would be too hard, but there's there's two other courses there. There's the Turtle, and I can't remember the other one. I think it's like Turtle Cove or something. I've played Turtle Cove, and that one's actually it's really nice. It's like it's not like the ocean course where it's on the water. Like I feel like that's something that you would enjoy. Turtle Cove is more – it kind of reminded me of Pinehurst number eight. Okay. But, but yeah, so that's our list. Um, I enjoyed all of our entries. I mean, I feel like we had some, some common themes. 
Um, but before we get off, have we? Is there any golf news that we want to share for the week? I've got a uh, caddy Josh story of the week. We got a caddy Josh story. Carmen, did you play this week? Uh, yeah, I played my first nine of the of the year. Okay, I want to hear about that. I played today, and we, and Josh and I also played at Pine Valley down here a couple days ago. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but got all right. So Josh starts off with the caddy Josh story. Okay, so a lot of good stories this week. Had some good loops. Was feeling it. Was loving the reads. Everybody was having a good time. But it just so happened that today is the story of the week. So I get a two ball on a cart. You gotta love those days. You're just cruising, having a good time. It's late in the afternoon. Drinks are flowing. We're having a good time. The one guy in the group, I mean, they're both, they're brothers-in-laws, so they're just bickering at each other the whole day, just cracking jokes. It's just one of those good times, you know? It's just like chilling with the boys, and you just meet them. Anyways, so a little backstory for a second. So number 12 at Eagle Point has water in front of the green. And for those of you who don't know, Jacob used to caddy with me out there, and it was a rainy day. (laughs) And Jacob's going to give a read on the front of the green, which backs up to the pond. And Jacob absolutely eats shit down this hill and just gets mud down his entire side. All four people are dying laughing. I'm laughing. He's laughing. We're all having a good time. So a little backstory. So there's got to be something at this green. Because today, one guy, he's putting from the top downhill. It's like a super sharp slope. And if you put it too hard, it's gone, though. It's going to the water. So the guest is sitting on the edge, and the guy, like, I mean, he's putting it off the green. The ball's going way too fast. We're, like, both watching it, and he's like, don't worry. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll save it so it doesn't go in the water. This guy stops it with his foot on the edge and just completely loses his balance and goes waist deep in the pond, like, so short. <laughs> I saw that. So and he and he's got to go the rest of the round just waterlogged. No way. And I mean, like he had it everything. Like could have stopped it ages ago. Like no doubt in my mind this was going off the green. And instead he wanted to give it to the last second to see if it hang on. And he fucking just eats shit in the pond. <laughs> and me and the member are just losing it. I was like, I've never seen anything in my life like this. That's wild. So I mean- that- there's got to be something about that spot because you ate shit and then that guy today fell in and I was just well, I was beside myself. So the green is like really – it's like you have a top shelf and then the rest of the green like flows from the top down. So it's like from the back to the front, it's real steep. And then from there, there's like another bank that leads into the pond. So w- once you get to a certain part of the green, like there's no chance, but you're going in. Like you're, you're taking the spill. But that's, that's a good story. Um, <laughs> I lost it. I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, when I when I when I fell, it was pretty funny. Like all the all the players were laughing at me, but I was laughing at myself. You know, I got pictures. It was it was we'll, funny. We'll have to post those. It was funny, but yeah. So Carmen, tell me about your first nine of the year after Corona. I mean, post, six months post Corona. Six months into the year, been when you grinding on nine. the game. Got the new post. Yeah. So what do we shoot? Little background. Uh, I'm up here in Maryland, and up until. One, I mean, we were, you can't really play until late March anyway. It's just not worth it. Uh, and then with Corona, they shut down everything. They just opened things back up a few weeks ago. So I went out there. I had gone through range a few times. Was feeling pretty good about my game. Uh, such a mixed bag when I got out to the course, though. And it was so much of it was self-inflicted. Like, get out there. First tee, I'm playing. The course I go to 
has like an 18 hole course and it has a little nine hole course. So I was just playing the nine because I just wanted to walk and be done. It was later in the afternoon. And for like, there's no one behind me. And I just walk up to the first tee. It's a, this is where I wish I don't, I guess I wish I could hit a three wood. Like I don't even have one in the back. I don't even own a three wood. Because it's just such a hard club to hit. And I know at some point I'm going to need to because it is a good club. And this hole is literally perfect for it. Because driver is going to send you into the woods. Hybrid is going to leave you behind the cut or behind the corner. But I walk up. Don't even take a practice swing. I haven't haven't (laughs) hit the range, anything. For whatever reason, I just like, I feel rushed. I don't know why. The guy literally said, take your time. If you got to re-hit anything, you're good. There's no one coming behind you today. So you're on a reservation basis only. No one's coming behind you. And I just get up. And I be- like I get a partial top. Like, it's one of those where, like, it's a it's between a thin and a top. God, I thought this story was going so different. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I thought you were about to say you strike. No, that's not at all how this round went. Just a straight top. Uh, no, it was like a thin, but it did have that top spin on it. So it probably went like 130, 140 yards, but it was a three hybrid. So it should be going 220, 225. And that would have right, put me in a right. decent spot. So then I take a seven iron, chunk it a little bit, but I hit it okay. But I put myself in a pretty good spot. And then I pull my wedge, I get it up, I put okay. I putted pretty well. And like around the greens, I was good all day. Like, I putted pretty well. I didn't have any, like, egregious misses. Um, so, you would say, though, that you, the new putter is a good thing. You enjoyed Yeah, putting. like, I still need to work on my stroke and everything, but I feel really comfortable with it. Like, I just – I like the way it feels coming off your face. I like the way it sits. The balance Beautiful. is just better. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I just feel like I have more control over it. But the good thing about it is the course – the greens are all true and the sand is really nice. And if there's no one behind me, I was able to like stay on some holes and I probably took 15 bunker shot, like greenside bunker shots just for the hell of it, which is nice. That's typically what you don't usually get to do. But like, just cause you usually don't get a chance to do it. And then I've always been off well at bunker, but I did pretty well there. I like that because I'll tell you what, if I'm playing by myself, I'm not throwing balls in the bunker and having a good time. <laughs> I'm moving on. Like, it wasn't a good time, but, like, I knew. I was like, well, I – You knew you needed to practice it. And, like, you don't – you probably, like, the range that you do, you go to probably doesn't have, like, a bunker area in no. practice, does it? Yeah, so, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, especially if nobody's exactly. like, I'm not holding anyone up, so I just wanted to practice on that. Irons yeah. are just, like, bad all day. Like, I still need to work on that. Um, so I had like a rough round and then I get to 18, stripe a drive, stick a wedge, and then I birdie the hole, not 18, nine, cause I only played nine, but so it's just that typical, the course beats you or you beat yourself up all around, but then you go out and you birdie the last one and you feel great and you just want something back tomorrow. He's coming back exactly. from He's always just enticing you. but yeah, so. Well, that's great. I'm glad you finally got to get out there because I know that was probably itching at you. I'm going to try and get out there and twice get at least two nines in a week or one eighteen. We got to get you a playing partner. Shout out, Maryland. 
Shout out your area. Go ahead and announce it. Yeah, anybody in one time in Laurel, Maryland. Carmen, needs, this, right. Carmen needs a playing partner. Right. Maybe you'll play a dollar hole of match play, a little fifty cents a hole. Have a good time. Just a couple guys being dudes. Tyler Carmen needs a playing that partner. That is the thing, man. Like it. playing by yourself is is fine sometimes. Like it is nice sometimes, but it is always better to get out there when you're playing with somebody that you enjoy playing with. Yeah. yeah. I hate playing by myself. Totally. So, yeah, so I, I actually played today. I played down in Ocean Isle, which is about an hour away. We played at uh, Panthers Run, which is like – it's it's kind of like an abandoned dunes type thing where they have like five different courses. Nowhere right. near as nice, though. Nowhere near. Um, the course is actually in really bad shape. Uh, the front nine, all the burn alert, big burn alert coming. Panthers run in bad condition. Uh, T boxes weren't mowed. I had weeds kind of growing up on me. Uh, fairways weren't too bad. Uh, the sand was nothing but hard pan. And the greens were bumpy as mess, and there's nothing but crabgrass. So you should be used to it because I play Kings Ground all the time. Yeah. So, anyways, but other than that, I felt like I strike the ball pretty well. Once I got to the green, it was kind of just whatever happens, happens. But I felt like I strike strike the ball pretty well. I shot an 86. Um, I wasn't really happy. I had a few blow up holes. I feel like I'm I'm just like a couple rounds away from getting where I want to be, because if I can eliminate like the two triple bogeys maybe and a few double bogeys then i'm where i want to be but driver was hot today i hit some really really good drives the thing that killed me was my approach shots i just i had a hard time hitting greens i had inland greens here we go it was either like uh just a push uh like five or ten yards to the right or it's just a little baby pull but i just couldn't dial it in but I had fun. Like it, it, it was still fun. Like anytime I get to play, it's, it's always fun. But not what I wanted. But I think I'm playing. We might go play sometime this week. And I know I'm playing Saturday again. But I think it's going to be like a four man scramble. So that'll be fun. Ocean Isle. I'm going nice. back down to Ocean Isle. Yeah. Her family again. Yeah. Word. They got it for the for the weekend again. But um, so yeah. Any more golf news? Anybody? Playing EP again, trying to play it once a week for all you followers. God, I can't can't beat it. PJ Tour there. back next weekend. Yeah. So. PJ Tour is back this coming weekend. That's right. That's right. Expect expect a review of the tour with no fans on Sunday. Mark your calendars. What date is that? June eleventh. Eleventh fourteenth, maybe. 11th yeah. is a Thursday. Do we think 12th the players put on as good as the show? Do you think they still hype it up? These questions will be Patrick answered. Patrick Reed is the opening, is the betting, the uh, the odds. Oh, my. Odds on favor to win. I'll, I'll he, save. He was training at EP. He might be on it. I'll save my <laughs> comments. But anyways, um, follow us on social media at Beer Guts and Buttercuts. BGBC. If you want to get in touch with us, contact us at bgbc at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Want to know what you want to hear, what you want to listen to, what topics you want us to cover. In the meantime, follow us on social media, and we'll talk to you next week. See you guys.